return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Good morning, good morning. What a wonderful day that the Lord has made. How's everyone today? Fantabulous, great, awesome. How, how's everyone else? Great, Another great, wonderful. <laughs> well, praise God for a very fun weekend. And uh, Don and I were just talking about yesterday and on this, some of the decorations that are still up. For those of you who couldn't make the wedding, but it was a day to celebrate. And uh, great things the Lord has done. So right here in Brookings, uh, you know, I think about that scripture that somewhere in the New Testament where it says that um, not to miss our day of visitation, something along those lines, but um, just how right now, in this season, right here, why not now, why not here, if Karen hears me, um, the Spirit of God is moving. So um, above all the people in all the earth, we are blessed to be a blessing. And uh, it's just uh, great things he has done. We want to boast about the Lord all day long. Amen. So I think we could take testimonies all day long about things that the Lord has done and things that he's doing. But the topic I want to speak on today is moving your mountains and uprooting trees. So does that sound like it's going to take some strength? <laughs> moving mountains and uprooting trees. So uh, praise God for divine energy. And I'll go ahead and open up with prayer and thank him for this mandate that he has given us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you for all that has taken place over this weekend. We marvel at your love, that your love is so flawless. Your love is pure and perfect. And we thank you for your love right here today. I pray for anyone who is struggling with loving themselves, that your love will permeate their very being. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've come, that you're here with us. And, Lord, we thank you for an anointing on this, this message from your Holy Spirit, that it will, this message will flow the way you want it to flow. Will everyone pray with me for the service today? We also agree together, Father, for the service today. We know that there is multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision right now who are getting ready and some who haven't started getting ready. But we pray in the name of Jesus. Let's all stand up in his presence. We pray in the name of Jesus for ministering angels now to be released. You angels of the Lord who adhere to the word of God, we commission you. Go forth now 
and minister to these heirs of salvation. We unleash you according to God's word. Thank you, Jesus, for an anointing on the multitudes around this region, that there's a drawing in by your love, a drawing in by your spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for miracles taking place through this Sunday school hour, miracles taking place this morning and tonight. You're the miracle worker. We thank you, Lord. You've opened up the heaven, the windows of heaven. You poured out blessings. Let's all say poured out. Poured out blessings. And you said we couldn't even contain them all. So thank you, Lord. We receive from your kindness today. We receive from your goodness. And Lord, we return thanks and praise to you. Let's thank him now together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, your loving kindness draws us to repentance. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We all pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. We want to welcome everyone here into the presence of the Lord. So we're, I'm going to teach this morning about moving mountains. And I just, when I say that, I just see this forward, just moving mountains and this uprooting trees. And I just see this kind of action here. So I was trying to think of where I could find a prop that would look like a mountain. But if you could just envision that with me today, that we as believers move mountains and uproot trees. So I'll go ahead and start with, a uh, quote from an author that um, is quite anointed, an author named Mark, Mark Hankins. And he said in one of his books, if you knew what was on the other side of your mountain, you would move it. So let's just get a picture here of, is there a mountain in our way? Is there anything, uh, what would be some things, hindrances that would be in your way? Just shout it out. say what job job could be like a mountain someone else over here apathy could be a mountain just holding us back bad decisions there we go anything else sickness discouragement depression um anyway so if you knew so we'll just put this here as my mountain okay if you knew what was on the other side of your mountain you would move it. Now, who's going to move it? We are, aren't we? We're all just crying out to God, saying, oh, God, do something. But after we look at these scriptures today, we're going to see again, and we already know this, but we're going to see again that so much is up to us. There's been a transfer of the anointing, and he transferred his power onto us. We're, we're authorized. Okay, let's all say authorized. All right. Um, if you knew what was on the other side of your mountain, you would move it. These words came to Mark Hankins as he was praying and studying. The Holy Spirit was trying to get his attention. The Lord began to give Pastor Mark a vision of the possibilities that God wanted to do in his life. And we, we want to see the possibilities that God wants to do in our life. Amen? We're going to finish strong. If Jesus said we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, then we, we want to move forward and flow with God and agree with God. So 
this, he had this vision, and the Lord showed him that there's mountains or hindrances between God's best blessings and him. Something or some mountain is hindering more of God's blessings in our life. God has great, glorious, marvelous blessings and wonderful things prepared. To motivate the author to use his faith, the Holy Spirit said these words to him over and over again, what I already said, if you knew what was on the other side. Let's go ahead and turn to Mark 11. Mark 11, 22 and 23, this will give us even a clearer understanding of what Jesus is saying. And I just believe today that mountains will be removed. Trees will be uprooted. And here we go. Uh, Verse 22, Jesus said, have faith in God. Let's quote that together. Have faith in God. Let's just use our our uh, vocal cords in our voice and just say that out loud. Have faith in God. There's such power in our voice. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Come on now. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you, whosoever, and you can follow along there as I just um, diagram this, this verse out. Whosoever will say to this mountain... This mountain, anything blocking or hindering more of God's blessings, who's ever going to speak to this mountain, be removed. Let's shout it out. Be removed. Let's shout it out one more time. Be removed. Is that what your Bible says? Does your Bible say that we have the authority, we have the mandate to speak to that mountain? You get out of my way, I'm moving forward. You get out of my way, I'm possessing my promised land because Jesus has paid for it. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have, say it, whatsoever he saith. Jesus said that this kind of faith will work for who? For for whosoever. Is there a whosoever here today? Oh, we're all whosoever's. Okay, this kind of faith will work for whosoever. Okay, I'm being a little silly today, but I think we're all, we're, we all had a big weekend, shall we say. So tur- turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a whosoever. All right. So we are qualified. Jesus said this will work for whosoever, and it will work on whatsoever. All right. This kind of faith, in other words, will work on, work for anyone on anything. Okay. Selah. Pause. Stop and think about it. This kind of, say it, faith will work for anyone on anything. All right. Faith level's rising. It's for anyone for anything. Praise the name of Jesus. Whosoever shall say whatsoever. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this amazing news. Whosoever shall say whatsoever and shall not doubt, but shall believe, he shall have whatever he says. You can see the power of faith-filled words. And in 
here's the thing. You can see it's not up to God or someone else to deal with your mountain. What mountain's in your way? It, according to this scripture, this scripture says, your mountain will obey you. Thank you, Lord. Whosoever, let's say I'm a whosoever, shall say to this mountain, now just pause, stop and think about it. Is there a mountain in, a, in your way? Is there any mountain? Is there lack? These are, these are all lies anyway. Lack. Uh, discouragement. Uh, say some other things again. What could be, what's your mountain? Say Anxiety. Here's, here's a mountain of fear. A mountain of frustration. Maybe it's something with a relationship. Maybe it's inferiority. Maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's unbelief. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, maybe it's your past. Maybe it's how we grew up. Maybe it's our background. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed. Do you see anything in that scripture that's indicating that it's not going to go? He says, have faith in God, and this, according to this scripture, your mountain will obey you. Wow. I think we serve a wow God, that he transferred that anointing onto his believers. He's given his people, he's given the church, all power and all authority are given unto you. And he says that we have the power over all the power of the enemy. Not just a little power here or a little power here to take care of that. No, in Luke 10, 19, it says, I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. And that's good news. Okay, well, there's so much to say here. Let's see. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Okay, here's the thing. Jesus did not say talk to God about the problem. Selah. He did not say just to go to God and just talk to God all about your problem. Is that right? Say that's right. <laughs> we make our request known. We go to God and we make our request known and we cast our care on him. But Jesus said for us to speak to the problem yourself. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. And I just want to keep saying that over and over again this morning. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. After all, it's your mountain that is in the way of supernatural increase and blessing on your life. Well, you might think I'm waiting on God when God really is waiting on me. I know God's waiting on me in a lot of areas of my life. Many times we miss it when we don't examine the scriptures closely enough. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. You could make it personal right now, and let's say this together. My mountain needs to hear my voice. You know, and we need to, I, I need to... <laughs> Um, get over being a small mouth Christian. I always try to think of this joke. Somebody will remember it later, but um, where Lois Nelson talked about the small mouth frog. Yeah, do you remember it? For another day. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, we don't want to be little tiny small mouth frog Christians, but, you know, let's shout it out. Let's give him praise. I mean, we've got the rest of our life to worship. 
We've got the rest of our life to be passionate. Let's care. Somebody said apathy as far as a mountain. But let's burn, yeah. Let's burn with fire. Let's be so passionate. Uh, passion is, is contagious. Passion is fun. Have you ever been around a passionate person and you just love being with that person because they're so passionate? Um, of course, about the things of the Lord, but maybe it's, you know, even other things in the natural. They just, they're just so passionate about life. But we want to care. And my mountain, your mountain, needs to hear your voice. Okay, here's the thing. Your voice is your address in the spirit. I know what I have to say. Let's stop and think about that. Selah means just pause. Stop and think about it. Your voice is your address in the spirit. What is there about your voice that is so important? Why does the scripture say, he shall have whatsoever he saith? First of all, there's no other voice like your voice. So interesting how God made us, you know, like the snowflakes. There's can we even fathom that, that there's no two snowflakes that are alike? There is no other voice like your voice. Your voice is your address. This is going to get through. Your voice is your address in the realm of the spirit. This is powerful. Scientists tell us that the voice print, the voice print is just as accurate in determining an individual's identity as his fingerprint. They say there's no other voice like your voice. In certain high security situations, a person must speak and his voice must be recognized before clearance is given. Okay, let's go to Psalm 18, verse 6 and 7. Are you getting a picture or like an exhortation? Uh, the ministry of the Holy Spirit here this morning is exhortation, to provoke us. Exhort means to encourage. Sometimes it means to... Uh, prick us a little bit so that we're uncomfortable and we get up and we move forward and do something that we haven't done before. The psalmist David said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. I cried unto my God and say it. He heard my voice. Are you waiting for your pastor's voice? Are you waiting for your spouse to say that prayer or to speak the truth? Are you waiting for your mom or your dad or your kids? or somebody on TV to say it. No, this says, I cried unto my God, and what? Say it. He? Whose voice? Whose voice? Out of his temple. And he heard my cry. He heard my voice. He heard my cry. And that's why I just say again, like when we gather corporately, when people begin to lift their voice, every voice plays a part. Every word that comes forth, I just want to compliment everyone who speaks forth in praise and in worship and flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. And I want to encourage more and more. Don't we want more and more? And I tell you what, we say this all the time, but new voices do new things. And when, and I remember being the scaredest little girl you could ever know, and 22 maybe, and God began to tell me to, to give a word from the Lord publicly. And it was so against my nature. So we can't use personality or our natural, what we have in the natural, as an excuse because we go back to the power. 
you have received power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you are my witnesses. So our voice is so imperative in the spirit realm. Okay, oh, there's so much to say here. He heard my voice. My cry came before him, even unto his ears. Think about it, God's ears. He hears your voice. Your voice has a, a certain print on it that no other voice can touch the heart of God like your voice can. Then look at the result of that. The earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken. And it goes on, you know, the anger of God rose up. Let's see how far. Okay, I, I'm not going to go any farther than that. But there's power in the spoken word. It doesn't take long for your voice to reach heaven and enter the ears of Almighty God, who is the source of all, for all believers. Heaven responds to your voice. It sets us free from inferiority. It sets us free from low thinking. If your voice moves heaven, you know it moves mountains and trees. And we're talking today about moving mountains that are in our way and uprooting trees. This is the way to bring change into our lives. How many want change here today? I sure want change in my life. And God has given us such a, a personal tool as our own voice to cry out to God and to speak things into existence. The voice of faith believes and expects and will not be denied. I want to say that again. The voice of faith believes. We believe him. I think that's why we're here today. Amen? Yes, you're full of faith. And it expects and will not be denied. Not only does God respond to your voice, but angels also are activated by your words. Angels are activated, activated by your words. Holly, you say it. Hallelujah. Daniel 10, 12, the angel told Daniel, thy words were heard. Do we realize how important it is what we're saying? Thy words were heard, and I have come for thy words. Oh, my. What are our words? The angel said, Daniel's words brought, that's Daniel 12b, 10:12b. Daniel's words brought the answer from heaven, and the angel came exactly, Selah, to the right address, your voice is your address in the spirit. The angel came to the right address. Your voice is like your address in the spirit. Um, there's a great woman of God years ago in a book called Glory that says the word ladder in the Old Testament, when Jacob saw the angels ascending and descending, it has the same numerical value as the word voice in the New Testament. Isn't that interesting? Voice ascending and descending. Is it possible that your voice is like the highway that angels travel to bring things from heaven? Could there be a traffic jam right now if we're not saying much? Come on, say it, and it is so. See, speak those things that be not even as though they were. Praise God that Pastor Dave is healed. Praise God that there's peace and harmony in our homes. Praise God that we are strong in the Lord, and the people who know their God are strong and do exploits. Come on. Heaven has come down. We don't have to wait another second for God to do another thing. God has done it. Jesus said, it is finished. And he said, say those things, and you shall have them. Whosoever shall say whatsoever. So that about includes everything. It does exactly include everything. Is that correct? So uh, we, could, 
we, we could have so much fun right here just beginning to say some things. Like, thank you, Lord, for miracles today. Amen? For supernatural occurrences, for the dead to be raised, for blind eyes to be opened, for deaf ears to hear, for hearts to be made whole, for relationships to be mended, for depression to live, for addictions to be broken, for people to be set free from alcoholism, from pornography, from drug addiction. Come on. If he's done it for anybody, he'll do it for everybody. And we're from a background of alcoholism to the third and the fourth generation, and that curse has been broken off our life. And the generations after us, our nieces and nephews, there are so many Christians in our family now, and we are all on our way to heaven And how's that song go, On Our Way to Heaven, and the journey gets sweeter every day. (laughs) And to think that he broke nicotine off of our lives, marijuana, LSD, meth, marijuana laced with opium, pornography, immorality, no discipline, poverty, amen, Cindy, (laughs) has been broken off of our lives. Jesus Christ is Lord, and he is risen from the dead. And the mountain in front of us, the mountain in front of you, must hear your voice. We're not stopping now. We're moving forward to possess more and more and more the promised land that's for you. And then who do we bring with us? Us for no more? Everyone. Oh, dear Lord, please bless us for no more. No. The, the prayer of Jabez is, Lord, enlarge the stakes of our tent. Lord, make it bigger. Lord, bring increase. Lord, you've commanded a blessing on us, and you can't reverse it. God, I thank you that I'm going to share this testimony. I'm going to share this life, but we've got to open up our mouths. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. And I look around, I see so many powerful testimonies in this room, and I just thank God for what he's done. The word spoken to you must be spoken through you. Come on. We've sat long enough. We want to rise up. Rise up, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. Many scientists today believe the tiniest building block of all things is sound waves. Over and over in Genesis 1, it says, and God said. Sound waves. And God said. Psalm 33, 6 and 9. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Amazing. By the word. See the power that is in a voice? By the word of the Lord, the heavens were the heavens made, and all the host of them, by the breath of his mouth. He spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. We clearly see that God created everything with his voice, and we know he spoke the worlds into existence. This was not something reserved only for the Godhead. We go back to our text this morning, Mark 11, 23. Jesus said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, what's in front of you? Let's just say you get out of my way. <laughs> you be thou removed. You be cast into the sea. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Jesus was always lifting man into the realm of fellowship with God. Another biblical evidence of the creative power of sound waves is Hebrews 11.3. And I'm uh, racing to the finish here. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed and fashioned and put in order and equipped for their intended purpose. If we had time, we could spend some time on that. By those words, 
things were equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God so that what we see was not made out of the things which are visible. Okay, how can I end this here at 9.30? It's 9.30. Let's see. Um, okay, I'll just finish it with these few points because I didn't get to the uprooting, uprooting the tree yet, just to the mountain. But um, whosoever shall have whatsoever, Mark 11:23. here are just, I'll say these real briefly, five simple conclusions we can draw from this scripture. If it was God's will for the mountain to be there, Jesus would not have told you to move it. Powerful. Speak to that mountain. If you have what you if what you have in life is all up to God, Jesus never would have said what he said in Mark 11:23. It's not all up to God. God is waiting. He's transferred the power. He's called us. Number three, if you only knew what was on the other side of your mountain, you would move the mountain. You know, we can get others to stand with us. We can pray together with other people. We can have uh, church elders anoint us with oil. But, and I'm speaking to myself here, you move the mountain. You say to that mountain, be removed, and you get out of my way. Number four, if it is there, you can move it. I want to say that again. You can move it. I, I have fought inferiority all of my life. And a lot of times because of our background or things like that, I think, well, I, you know, I can't do that. Or, you know, just thinking wrong. But we have to gird ourselves up in our most holy faith and think right, which means agree with God. If God says that he has anointed us, you've been anointed with the Holy One, and you can do all things, then we want to just get to the place where we say, okay, I believe it. Right? <laughs> So if he said you can move it, you can. Um, There is no mountain in the sphere of your life that you cannot move. And we're just going back to scripture here. There is no sphere. There's no, let's see. There's no mountain in the sphere of your life that you cannot move. Praise God for freedom. And lastly, number five, your mountain needs to hear your voice. If there's a mountain in your way, speak to it. Let's all stand up together in his presence. This will be something you can just take home with you. But I think as we think about this mountain, I, I, there's a mountain in my life that I probably have to address every day. And I, every day I have to say, get out of my way. And then other mountains over the years, thank God, <laughs> other mountains are in the sea, that never to resurrect again. But we, we all have some kind of mountain in our way. And I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that there will be such fruit that comes forth from your word that because you said, speak to our mountain. And Lord, we purpose, I believe every one of us in here will purpose to do just that. We will speak to our mountain and we'll see it cast into the sea and we'll move forward because of your goodness and kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. 
You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.